So welcome everybody. Welcome to a new human experience podcast. Today is the 29th of April. Just one more day in April of 2021. Our topic tonight is the journey to oneness. So um, this whole month of April, I've been talking about oneness. The theme is oneness. And um, last week, we talked about the, the, the seven stages of consciousness expansion in this universe. And most importantly, just to recap, is that we are in the process of graduating from third dimension or third density, and we are moving on to the next step of, of our evolution, of the evolution of our consciousness. So everyone that is on this planet Earth um, is moving on. Um, well, not, not everybody, but um, whether we choose to move on to third dimension, uh, from third dimension to the fifth dimension, or whether we choose to not move forward. Um, it's the, the planet Earth itself has chosen to move into the fifth dimension. So everyone has to either move with her or move to another playground. So everybody has to, in one way or another, make a choice to go with Mother Earth or, or to go to a different planet. So that is what is happening right now. And this is a big step. This is a big step in the evolution of our consciousness. And three, the third dimension is, is the most challenging stage of um, the evolution of our soul, because in third dimension, that's when we we actually um, have to make a choice, make a choice to whether we want to move into the next dimension, the the, the next step of our evolution of our consciousness in the positive polarity or in the negative polarity. So that's why in this, this third dimension, what we need to do the, the, in order to graduate is really to get to the point where we can, um, we have self-awareness. We are aware of who we are. We have, we have aware of who, who we are, and then we can make a choice. The choice is, do, does our soul actually want to move into the next step in the positive or in the negative polarity. Neither one is, is the right one. It is, uh, I would say, it's, there's no one choice that is the right one. In terms of consciousness, whether positively um, polarized or negatively polarized, it is um, both choices are just as valid. The important is, is to is to transition to the next step, to move on to the next step. Um, so that's why this, there's so many obstacles, there's so many ways, there's so many um, different events coming up for us to, to make that choice, to become 
aware of who we are, to actually wake up, to know that we are separate from the, 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 the collective consciousness, that we need to, that we have to be aware of ourselves, of our separate will, and then use that will to choose a polarity. And I think I probably speak for, for most people that it hasn't been an easy journey so far. However, the, the good news is that we, we all um, made it this far. We're just at the, the transition period. Um, uh, at a soul level, we already made our choice. So we are now just witnessing what, what is going to, how we're gonna move and morph into the next um, step of our evolution. And compare it to the, the third dimension, our next step, the next phase of evolution, of our evolution is, is really going to look like heaven because we are going into the next, um, whether we want to go by the, the density, which we will be moving into the fourth density, or if we want to use the dimension, then we are moving into the fifth dimension. However, they, they are really kind of similar um, in that we are actually um, moving into the next step. And the, the next step is, it's really about developing our heart chakra. To, to, we are going to, in the next step of our evolution, to learn a lot more about love and oneness. So love, like in the fifth dimension, we, we're gonna learn a lot more about love, oneness, and also service to others for the positive polarity. So um, since um, I think most of us here are more likely than not to move into the, the, the positive polarity, so I'm gonna focus on talking about the, the, the fifth dimension in the positive polarity. So love is the most powerful pervasive force in the universe. It is not that we don't know anything about love. Even in third dimension, um, we, we have some experience of love. I say some because um, all of our experience of love is really from a, a third dimension, sometimes maybe even second dimension level of understanding of love, what love is. We, even though we we have experience of certain kind of love, but the most of the time the the, the level of love that we um, are familiar with is really about conditional love, which is I will love you if you um, if you can fulfill a set of requirements that that I need for you to do for me. So. I will love you if you if you satisfy like these requirements. So that is really very conditional love. And um, 
And it is a good beginning. I'm not saying that, you know, can, there's anything wrong with conditional love. Nothing is wrong with it. It is a good beginning. However, it is just the beginning, though. There is love is actually such a big topic. It's something that um, if you think of it, like source itself is, is the, the essence of source, of the creator source itself, is love. So that's what I mean by love is a big topic because we know we don't really know much about what the creator source, what the essence of the creator source is. We we have um, we have some concept of what God is, but our understanding of God, of this this concept of God, is actually really understanding from our um, third dimension level of understanding the creator source god or or some other whatever name you want to give to that that concept of this creator being is something that we know very little of even though we have a name for it that does not mean that that we actually understand what the source what the creator source is and love is the essence of source so, um, and love is the basis of oneness. So to know love, to really understand the full extent of what love is, and I'm talking about um, like love as in all of love, not just, not just um, conditional love, but unconditional love, and and also above that as well, because there are what well, our understanding of love is so um, limited. So to know love really is to know ourselves, and to know ourselves is really to know what love is and to know what um, the creative source and God is. So the aim of this app of this episode, this podcast, is actually to introduce some exercises or and or processes that may assist you in um, growing your consciousness. And these are some of the exercises that um, I wouldn't say that I'm, I, I have mastered them. Like I, I certainly have tried some of them <clears throat> and started to, to, to use some of them. And I find that they, they actually helped me help myself in growing my consciousness. And um, I, I know some about some of these exercises and some of them, I actually just uh, recently um, discovered more when I started reading the, the the Law of One material. I don't know whether you, any of you have heard about the Law of One material. Um, the Law of One is actually a, um, was something that was channeled by a group of three people. There is the, the channeler, I think Carla, um, is her name, and then there uh, there is a scribe 
who actually um, did all of the 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 um, just scribing it, and then there is also the questioner because when the when the the person is being asked when the channeler was being asked a certain question, then the channeler actually color um, channeled the answer from an entity who called itself i i wouldn't say himself or herself because it's the these beings is really from a much higher um density i, th I forgot i think it's a sixth density which is so so it's the seventh is the highest is that's where the highest of um, the consciousness which really goes back into so the seventh density is really going back into oneness. So six is just one below that. So pretty high because we are just um, from third going to fourth. So we are halfway there and it takes millions of years to, to move up any of these densities. So this, this consciousness who called itself Ra is really a like at least maybe a billion in terms of um, consciousness is, is a billion years beyond our current experience. So it's really a, a much higher um, level of consciousness than, than we are at. And so the reason why the law of the Ra came to, to channel these, these messages uh, through these three people was because um, Ra actually I think maybe about 10,000 or 12,000 years ago, was working with um, people on earth um, at the time of the Egyptian as well. So, so Ra is, is a consciousness that has been working with various stages of the, the evolution of consciousness on earth. The last time Ra was here, um, some of his his teachings were distorted, um, really um, twisted in a way that actually served the, the, the people that um, actually did the distortion. So that's why Ra, after these thousands of years, decided to, to um, seek out another um, group of people to channel his message uh, from the law of one again in order to hopefully correct some of the distortion that was done um, somehow that was that was done for um, about his the teaching so that's what the law of one material is about and <laughs> The Law of One material is, um, I highly recommend everybody, if you're interested, to take a look at it. It's, um, it's, free, on, it's free online to download. You can actually um, download the PDFs and you can also download the, um, the, the recording of the sessions itself. So you can actually hear Carla's um, voice. Um, you can actually hear, I think Jim was the person who, who um, was the person questioning, do, uh, giving the questions. So each time, they, there, there's been over 106 sessions altogether. 
So, um, and they did a session maybe about a week to 10 days apart so that they can prepare, like really come up with questions, the, the meaningful questions to ask. So it's, it's a very well thought out um, set of metaphysical um, teaching that was co-created by these three people, three human beings who dedicated their, their, um, a lot of their time in doing this kind of channeling and research on consciousness and also co-created with the entity Ra. So I highly recommend if you're interested in this at all is to go listen to the, the, the original um, messages and also to, to look at the text yourself. And here I, I use the, the, the law of one material just to, for, um, to pick out these exercises, a few of these exercises which were mentioned when uh, I think one of the sessions when they asked Ra, so, so what is, what, is there anything that's gonna help us in order to um, grow our consciousness faster? So these are a few of the suggestions that, that Ra made in order to, to really guide us. So, but before I give the exercises, I, I actually want to, to talk a little bit about the, the principles that like the exercises are based on a few very, uh, just, just three principles. Um, okay, maybe more than three, but a few, a handful of principles. So if you understand these principles, then it's, these exercises would, you can actually come up with other exercises that according to your own, um, according to what suits you best, but these are the principles. So the first principle is really to, to know thyself. I know we, this is not a new idea. Know thyself is really something that that we all know of even beyond the, the, the law of one material. The first principle, know thyself because we, each and every one of us with a, each and every one of us, whether we are um, awake or not, we are here to explore our truth. Um, we may not be consciously seeking, but even when we are not consciously seeking, we are still seeking on some level. So each of us are here to explore the, the truth as we experience it, as, as we experience it on this planet, because um, our consciousness is really based on experience. So we, we can, we may be able to read something and get an idea, maybe get an understanding, but it is when we actually experience it ourselves 
that's when we actually can embody those those ideas and concepts at a much deeper level. So um, when we start to, instead of unconsciously seeking to know ourselves, to let that process become more conscious than this, we actually taking the, the, the next step into evolving our own um, consciousness. So that's why the first principle of evolving our consciousness is really to, to know thyself, to, to actively participate and consciously participate in getting to know ourselves. So that really is what that means. And of course, the second principle kind of um, is, is the next step when we, so we first we actively participate in getting to know ourselves. And then um, the second principle is really to accept ourselves. Mm, why, why do we, so when we first is to know ourselves and when we start to look invariably, we will start to find things that we don't like about ourselves. Um, much of our, I would say, zombie life, zombie kind of, of um, existence, meaning zombie as in not awakened yet. Uh, most of our zombie-like mm -hmm. existence is really to avoid knowing about ourselves. We do so many things to occupy ourselves. We we watch movies. We go play football. We you know do lots of things to to distract ourselves from looking at ourselves. So when we start to look at ourselves, consciously choose to look at ourselves, we invariably will find something that we don't like. We may be able to discover that, oh, um, that person you know, kicked me because I actually did something wrong first. That's why that person reacted to me. So then we start to um, see our own faults. And so the second principle is really when we see things that we don't like about ourselves, when we start to be able to see our own shadow parts, then the next um, step of it is really to accept ourselves because we are not, the, the, the point of getting to know ourselves is not really to judge. Huh, I find something out about you that is not good so i'm going to um you know rub your nose in it forever that's not what we are here to do we are here to get to know ourselves and the next thing the next step is to accept what it is within ourselves that we don't like and so that's the second that's the second um, principle we are after all, um, a unique aspect of source. Each and every one of us are unique. And 
if we are here alive, that means source itself has um, made a conscious choice that you are needed, that each and every one of us here are needed in order for the whole collective to, as a group, explore consciousness together. So each and every one of us is, is, instrument, is instrumental. And the, the more you accept yourself, you also allow the, the, the light of source, the, the essence of source to be able to flow through you. And the more you resist yourself, you're actually resisting the, the, the flow of source, the essence of source to, to be able to flow through you. So that's why acceptance, self-acceptance is the second principle and very important principle as well. And of course, the last principle, the third principle is that you are the creator. Whether you accept the fact that you are a creator or not, you are the creator of your reality. Each and every one of us creates our own reality and we we co-create and play with each other to create the reality together. However, the reality that we each experience, we can only experience our own reality. So we are indeed the, the creator of our own universe. Let's put it that way. So these are the three guiding principles. And so now I'm going to start to go on to um, talking about some of the exercises that um, Ra has suggested. So the first, first exercise that Ra has suggested to, in order to assist us in moving the, or, or hastening and making it easier for us, the more efficient for us to grow our consciousness. The first one is to see love and perfection in every moment. And I actually want to unpack this um, a bit more, is that um, each and every moment that we experience is something that we as a creator create have created for us, for ourselves to experience. And what Ra, what this exercise that Ra has, um, has suggested for us is, is for us to find, because some moments are easier to experience the love and the perfection in it, whereas a lot of moments are not as easy. Usually when we are very triggered by what's happening around us, to us, and around us. So those are the, the, the things that we, those are the moments that it's, it's very challenging for us to see the love and the perfection of it. However, it is precisely in these challenging moments that's when we um, can start to 
use those those challenging moments in order to in order to um, what's the word for it? In it's in order to kind of supercharge our rate of growing our consciousness is that we make a conscious choice to see the intention of love and perfection behind each moment. Some moments it's very easy because when, for example, when I, when I go to um, the beach and really be able to enjoy sunshine and, and the, the, the sound of waves, it is very easy to, to see the love and the perfection of the moment. However, when, when let's say we um, start to go to Walmart and then see something like these items that um, for us, we feel as being essential, whereas, however, um, it's now somehow deemed to be non-essential. So it's moments like these, that's actually the moments that is most important for us to find the love and perfection of that moment. So, um, so how do we do that is we, we do processing. So we process our emotions. We process why we got triggered and um, we reprocess what are the, the belief systems that's being infringed upon. How are, how are we being, um, our beliefs is now being, or our boundaries are being crossed, being um, tested by events that's happening seemingly out of our control. However, that's just an illusion. We are the one, we are actually the, the person, the one that created these realities for ourselves to experience in order to um, trigger us. And it is in that trigger that we can start to look at the, the things that we, we don't normally look at. Um, things, so it's when we are triggered and we take the time to find the, the, the perfection and the love of the moment, to really disentangle all the, the emotions and the, the, the underlying beliefs that we are not consciously aware of. It's, but it's still there, those, those um, unconscious beliefs. It is when we are triggered, that's when we get a chance, a very powerful um, catalyst of opportunity for us to go in our own unconscious mind and to pull out the um, unconscious material, the things within ourselves that we don't normally take time to look at. So this is what the exercise is about, is to, is to go in the deep dive into, to start to 
look at and pull up all the things or the beliefs or the emotions or the all of those things that is has always been there it's just that when we don't look at it when we don't feel triggered we have no idea that they are there so that that really introduced the 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 concept of doing shadow work and i actually just want to um segue a little to talk a little bit about how to do shadow work how to do process how to process these emotions how to process these beliefs that um have us feeling that we are powerless feeling that we are a victim feeling that somehow we've been violated so the um in previous episodes i've talked about how to do processes i actually want to um be a, even a little bit more um, clear in what these process entails so doing shadow work doing these processes there are there are actually at least two ways of doing them i call them the masculine and the feminine method so the masculine method is um <laughs> it's actually what um <clears throat> uh, franco has has been teaching us is franco always teach us is that we um write it out so when we get triggered we write out all the <clears throat> all the um all the the conversations in our head we write it out first so and then we start to drill down so what are the beliefs that have us feeling this way then we we write all of those down so when we write it out we actually um we are trying to understand why we feel the way we feel so this is what the masculine method is about it's about understanding it's about um using our um i would say more logical mind to look at it to understand something to list everything out to write everything out so that we can go back and um each time when we when we get triggered again then we can actually go back and put down more things that we have uncovered so it is really a sh- a shining the light in the 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 shadow conversations that's always been there in our mind it's just that a lot of the times we feel the emotions without even being conscious of all the 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 stories that we have made up in our mind and we have just forgotten that we have these stories so the masculine way of processing is to put all of those um stories that we have forgotten all of those um beliefs all of those the judgments that we have from past events how we came to the conclusion that this sucks and i feel angry about it so so behind the anger behind the 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 sadness or whatever emotions that you're feeling what is the story behind it because once we understand it 
once we understand all of those things, then we can start to deconstruct it. We can start to say, oh, this is something that happened at a time. Let's say, for example, um, I think one of the, the, the easiest example we can relate is when we feel that um, as, as an elephant, as a, a small elephant is very easily um, to be just you just the highest string around this this small elephant and you would be able to um, discipline and be able to control so when we were young as well we were told that you have to obey authorities however this 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 belief has been anchored in our unconscious mind that's why when we see the quote-unquote authorities telling us something that does not make sense to us we have this sense of being so um frustration coming up is because we still have that part of that belief is that we have to listen to authority but 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 we don't agree with those authorities. So there's this internal conflict, but the internal conflict has to come up for us to see that, oh, that was, we were taught at a young age to, to listen to authority. However, we are old now, we are old enough now, we can make up our mind what is what it is that we um, would agree to 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 listen to and what it is that we disagree and we're going to take action in order to um throw all that back into the 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 face of authority because it's really just um quote unquote authority it's not real authority we are the only one that has the real authority not someone outside of us so we because we um were with these some of these these limiting beliefs was layered in there in our unconscious mind for such a long time. So now when we start to bring all of this up, start to, start to process it, then we can start to deconstruct and be able to recover and um, empower ourselves again. So that's the, the masculine way of doing the processing and then there is also the feminine way of doing the processing the feminine way is really observation observing something and it is I, I, one the, um, I, I do believe that um, Franco has mentioned some of this as well however the one that um, the one process that that is it's really from Emilia Benz that I really resonate with in terms of the, the feminine method is to really just um, observe something, observe something without any judgment at all, just observe. And I think Sifu James also did that with us as well is to, when we go into wholeness, um, in order to do any healing, actually, a lot of the times, we just observe, 
we just, let's say we have a pain in our body. If we want to heal it, we just put it in our, our um, in the middle of our brain, get to a level of consciousness that is much higher and more um, and, and more uh, much closer to being um, beyond the body because when we when we think that we are the body then we are at the level of the problem of the creation of the problem however when we when our consciousness is beyond the body then we at the level where we are above the level of where the the problem originates that's when we can start to simply observe we don't have to do anything we simply observe because at a the highest level we are simply light and love so just by ob observation we actually the the light and love itself is the healing energy that's going to shift the um, whatever event or whatever um, bodily sensation or bodily function that we are trying to observe will start to transform that which we are observing. So that is what the feminine method is about. The feminine method is really to go into the depth of this and simply to observe it. You may feel some emotions coming up. However, when you stop, when you, when you don't judge anything, when you have no um, stories, when you have no, no, nothing against or for something, then you invariably is already transforming it. So that is the feminine method of, of um, process of, of shadow work, of doing shadow work. And um, which way to use, which method to use, I, I would actually suggest to use the masculine method first. Um, because it is easier. Um, the feminine method of just observation, it really, um, it's more helpful, or I should say it's more useful when you, when you already have some idea of what, uh, when you have done some of the, 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 the understanding, then the feminine method actually will work easier, faster. So I would suggest trying the, the, the masculine method first and then switch to feminine method. There is no one right way to do it. Some, sometimes it is easier to understand something and logically um, drill down and sometimes it's not so it really is 
depends on the person, depends on the, the situation. However, these are two of the most powerful way of processing your own shadow, of, of doing any kind of shadow work. So just so that's so when you when you're doing the first exercise of seeing the love and perfection in every moment and when you come across something that or some situation that you simply cannot comprehend what's the love and the perfection in this then you may want to use some of these either the masculine or the feminine method to start to shift what comes up for you that makes it hard for you to see the love and the perfection in the moment. So, so let's continue on to the second exercise that Ra has suggested. <clears throat> the second exercise is Oh, okay. I actually just want to, to um, throw in is that um, you may want to do this as an exercise, like try that once or twice a week at first and see how easy or hard it is. And, and the more you do it, you, you can actually start to increase it so that, you know, um, every day all the time you ask yourself the question is ask yourself is are you seeing the love and the perfection in this moment and so so that's that's my suggestion for that is um there may be days when you know so many things are happening that you don't have time to to do this however at least once or twice a week give yourself time to, or especially when you feel you are triggered, then definitely give yourself the room and the space to do this, to allow yourself to see the love and the perfection in exactly the moment that you find most challenging. So the next exercise that Ra has suggested is is to see the creator in everyone that you meet. So it's, it's really when you meet someone, whether it's someone you know or someone new that you have, you have no idea who they are, is no matter who it is that you meet, is to remind yourself this person that we meet, that I'm meeting, whether this person may be your child your partner, your parent, or someone off the street that you have no, you have no idea what their story, what their backstory is, is to just repeat that in the back of your mind is that this person is also a creator, just like me, is also a creator. So start to Repeat this to yourself. Remind yourself, and if any um, any any emotions comes up, for example, you know that person could be a could be somebody who 
um, is let's say the the person who um, tells you you have to wear a mask, then you may have some you know emotions coming up when you remind yourself that this person too is an aspect of the creator, just like me. And then if any emotions or judgments and stories comes up, then you process those. So you have this practice is everyone you meet, you look at them as though you are looking into a creator, the, the, the creator source himself. So that is one of the exercises. And I actually, um, I've done this exercise, but not very consistently, I have to say. I, I definitely have not um, been doing most, like exercise one is, is fairly new to me. Um, exercise two, every now, like I, I've been doing, or at least um, when I, whenever I remember, I would do that. So, so that is something that definitely, if you do this consistently for a couple of months or maybe even a year or perhaps even longer, see the difference. You, you would really start to know the difference within your, yourself, how you, um, because it is the truth. Every one of us, everyone, whether they are, whether you think they're worthy or not, they are another aspect of the creator. So, and so then um, this exercise will definitely assist you in growing your consciousness even faster. And then the next exercise, the third one, is something that I've done before, um, have not really done it very too consistently, I have to say, but you know, this one is, is to see the creator as you look into a mirror. So instead of looking at someone and, and, and saying to yourself that this person is an aspect of the creator source, is when you look into the mirror, say this to yourself, that when you see yourself, see the creator in yourself as well in the mirror. Um, yeah, this is a scary exercise as well. I've done it before and um, I don't do it very often. So <clears throat> yes, I would definitely um, attempt more of this. And then last but not least, the, the fourth exercise that um, Ra gave us is that is to see everything around you as part of the creator as well. Meaning that it's not just the human beings, it's to see um, your table, to see your laptop, to see a cup of tea, to see uh, a plant, to see your pet or um, like, or the sea or the sky to see that as 
everything as a part of the creator as well. So um, this is a new exercise for me. Um, I actually just came across this just from reading the, the Law of One. Um, I don't think I... I don't think I, I have done this exercise too often. Maybe I've done it once or twice. So. <clears throat> so these are four of the exercises that um, Ra has suggested. And, and I think if we, if we start to practice these four, or maybe even pick one or two of them, and start to do them and in a consistent on a consistent basis you and also start to process any um any emotions any any frustrations any any pushback any um resistance to to process those and really look into those parts that's and also doing the the shadow work that comes with these exercises then these four would, just these four, you don't really need, you know, 10 different exercises. Just do these few of these consistently. And it would be very useful. That's, that's what I have found. Um, one more note is that the, the foundation of all of these, the, the reason why we want um, Ra suggested these exercises and also to suggest that we do the, the, um, the necessary shadow work that comes with these exercises. It's, the, um, it's one of the, the, the ways of doing these is really to, to take time out of our busy day because we can't really do these exercises um, very well if we are, you know, in the middle of, um, <clears throat> let's say, doing grocery or or um, um, you know, going to do a protest, um, doing a, a a long rally, taking part in a rally or doing other things. Um, is that these exercises requires us to take time out and to be in a more solitary and quiet moment when we process the the when we do process of any shadow work it is when we take time out of our busy lives the lives that we have created it to be so busy in order to distract us from getting to know ourselves. It is when we take that time to devote to ourselves, to get to know ourselves, get to see our own shadow and to accept our own shadow and to really acknowledge the perfection and the love behind all of our creations. That is when we start to um, ground all this in, it's very tough to embody the, the growth and, and be able to, to, to 
grow our consciousness if we are constantly go 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 do 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 it's in the being is in the um looking inward and being able to stop and 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 process what why are we doing what we are doing is when we when we take time for these more meditative and contemplation time that's when we can grow our consciousness more so i just want to recap very um very sh shortly of the four exercises of the the two like just just very quick recap is um three principles the first one is the principal one is to know ourselves know ourselves to accept ourselves and also that we are the creator that we are the creator of everything and the four exercises that Ra has suggested is the first one is to see love and perfection in every moment and the second exercise is to see the creator in everyone you meet the third one third exercise is to see the creator as you look into the mirror and the fourth one is see everything around you as part of creation as well and the last thing is to really take time to process all of these um to know yourself better is to really be a be willing to spend the time whether it is in meditation it could be in prayer it could be just being quiet so it is really in in taking time to be with yourself that you get the most benefit from these and in terms of the processes there is the masculine way and the feminine way of processing masculine is about understanding and the feminine way is about feeling is about really moving through the the um, the emotions that you feel moving through the energies rather than um and so it's about feeling versus understanding um, not versus there's no versus it's just they are both of them are, uh, are valid ways to process um, your shadow process any emotions or limiting beliefs that comes up is to understand them and then um, find a, a better way of handling a similar situation and then the next one is the the feminine way is to really allow those emotions allow those 
energies to be fully expressed, to be fully embodied. When the energy is fully expressed and embodied, they just change, transform. They no longer have the same potency as before because all of these are simply um, a distortion, a misunderstanding. And when you allow the, that, that illusion to, to move through you, then it will transform all on its own. So that's all I have to say today. So welcome back, everybody. This is the meditation part of this. And um, so the meditation that I have planned is really for us to do an observation because we, I want to actually assist everybody to have a feeling of, uh, or have an experience of what that feels like to just to simply observe. Okay, so let's, the, the, the observation is really to observe Earth, to observe this beautiful planet that we are all on, to observe Mother Earth, to observe everything that is going on um, on Mother Earth right now. So let's let's just do that. And before we begin do the observation, let's just start to tune inward to come back to ourselves. And let's do that by following our own breathing. So just take a deep breath in. And then let it all go. And take another deep breath in. And let it all go. Continue on this breathing in and breathing out. Allow yourself to begin to elongate in your own breathing. Allow yourself to really take your time as you breathe in. And when you can breathe in no more, then start to breathe out and take your time to breathe out. Every time you breathe out, allow yourself to feel even more relaxed than before. Allow yourself to relax your head. Allow yourself to relax your shoulders. Allow yourself to feel the relaxation 
in your hips area and all the way down both your legs all the way to the soles of your feet. And as you feel yourself becoming more relaxed, then start to shift your focus in your heart. As you shift your focus into your heart, imagine that you can actually breathe into your heart. And as you breathe out from your heart, breathe out anything that is taking you away from this moment. As you breathe in, allow yourself to come more into this moment with yourself. When you feel comfortable in your heart and set the intention that you want to feel unconditional love for yourself. As you breathe in, breathe in more of unconditional love for yourself. And as you breathe out, breathe out anything that does not allow you to be in unconditional love. And when you start to feel yourself being filled up by unconditional love, then allow yourself to breathe in even more unconditional love so that you can start to expand your energetic heart until it goes beyond your body and able to surround all of your body as though you are being surrounded in a bubble, a round bubble of unconditional love. And feel what it feels like 
to be in this bubble of unconditional love. And the next time you breathe in, allow your energetic body to expand even more until it fills the whole room that you're in with unconditional love. Take your time to allow yourself to fill this whole room that you're in with unconditional love. And when you are absolutely convinced that the whole room that you're in is filled with unconditional love, then you can start to grow this field of unconditional love even bigger. With the next breath that you breathe in, and as you breathe out, allow this field of unconditional love to grow to be as big as the whole city that you're in. And take your time to allow yourself to expand your field of unconditional love until you are absolutely convinced that the whole city that you're in is now filled with unconditional love. And feel what it feels like to have the whole city within your field of unconditional love, including everyone, everything, every animal, all of creation within the city is now in your energetic bubble of unconditional love. And when you are absolutely convinced that the whole city is, then you can start to expand your bubble of unconditional love to be even bigger. Allow your field of unconditional love to grow to be the size of the country that you're in. You take your time to breathe in and out as many times as you need to. 
in order to grow your field of unconditional love until you are absolutely convinced that the whole country that you're in is filled with your unconditional love. And you can feel everyone within this country is now part of this field of unconditional love. Then expand your field of unconditional love even more. Expand it by breathing in and breathing out more of your unconditional love until the whole earth is now filled with your field of unconditional love. until all of us here can feel that the whole earth, including everyone on this call and everyone else that is not on this call are all included in our field of unconditional love. And let us be here in all of this, all of our overlapping field of unconditional love that is surrounding Mother Earth. Let all of us now simply observe and feel Mother Earth, all of Mother Earth, all creation of Mother Earth, whether it is the beings and animals, or the plant lives, all and everything of creation on Mother Earth, and also within Mother Earth, Everything is included. Let us all observe observe all the thoughts of the people that are 
on Mother Earth, that are playing on Mother Earth and within Mother Earth. All of creation, whether they have thoughts in a way that we can comprehend or whether they have consciousness in a way that we do not consciously comprehend. Let's all just observe them without any judgment, without any expectations. We are simply here holding space for Mother Earth in unconditional love. Let us observe. If any emotions or any particular feeling or any particular thoughts that comes up, simply let them be allow them to be there. We are here simply to hold space, to observe. No guidance, no expectations, and no judgment about what may or may not come up. Keep the intention of just being the observer.
you have a choice to make. You can either continue to be in this expanded form and continue to observe. Or you may choose to come back. Choice is yours. And if you choose to come back, the next time you breathe in, imagine that you are gathering back your field of energy and as you breathe in imagine your field of energy starting to come back to being smaller to being the size of the country that you're in And if you still want to come back, then the next time you breathe in, imagine that your field of energy of unconditional love is now shrinking back to being the size of the city that you're in. And the next time you breathe in, allow your field of energy of unconditional love to come back to being the size of the room that you're in. And take another deep breath in and gather in your field of energy of unconditional love until it is now back to being the size of your physical heart. Take in one more deep breath and let it all, all out. When you're ready, you can come back all the way into the room and open your eyes whenever you're ready.